the message that he preached about the kingdom of God was all about forgiveness. Shalom and welcome back to this week's program here at the Holy Spirit Broadcasting Network. This is your evangelist, evangelist Dr. Kazumba Charles. I love the Word of God. I love to teach the Word that brings inspiration. Uh, in, this, in this segment, uh, we've been looking at the weapon of forgiveness. Um, but today, I want to show you something here. Uh, we talked about offense, what offense does. And we talked about forgiveness how it opens the doors now i'm just touching on the surface on this topic we will do a lot of topics on uh, forgiveness in our next uh, segments uh, after these ones but i want to show you something before we can successfully use the weapon of praise obviously you have been taught that praise and worship is a weapon of God is a weapon of spiritual warfare but before we can use the weapon of uh, praise and worship to praise God to glorify God forgiveness is important before that and then uh, before we can use the weapon of prayer before you pray as we read the Word of God in uh, in the book of uh, Matthew chapter 5 verse 23 to 24 so if you are offering your gift on the altar and there you remember your brother has something against you leave your sacrifice go and reconcile and then come back and complete your offering the reason for that is that unforgiveness can hinder what God wants to do in our lives let alone unforgiveness can even you know stop us from thinking right whenever you see that person who did something to you guess what you're thinking about you're thinking about revenge you can think about uh, your own life and two sometimes and most of the times we spend a lot of time thinking about what was done to us we see it and it it interrupts everything that we want to do because somebody did something to you Unforgiveness can hold you in a prison. Forgiveness can open and open the doors for you to get out of that dungeon. In, the, in today's program, I want to share with you why you should forgive and why I should walk in forgiveness. Now, you have to understand this. Forgiveness is a constant lifestyle. It is something that we need to walk in and walk in every day, day in and day out. Because unforgiveness can sneak in very quickly. It doesn't get a lot to get offended. We get offended over a lot of things. And that's what the enemy wants, to get us offended. To get us offended, to hurt people, and to hurt ourselves. Why should you forgive? Or why should we forgive? In a nutshell, we should forgive because of this. If you are a Christian and you know you got Christ in you, here is the reason why you need to know why you should walk in forgiveness. And forgiveness shows we don't really love Jesus. And this, I did not make it up. You open your Bible to John chapter 15, verse 20. Sorry, verse 12. You'll find that unforgiveness closes us from God. 
Unforgiveness stops God from forgiving our sins. Matthew chapter 6 verse 15. If you don't forgive the sins of others, why would you expect uh, God to forgive you? Actually, Jesus taught in the parable of, uh, of, of, um, of a servant. One of the servants, uh, he, he had a lot of credit. He owed his master a lot of money. He needed to pay but they couldn't pay and in the Jewish culture of that day if you couldn't pay your debt what happened was that your family and yourself will be taken away from you will be taken to go and work basically in a slavery manner to pay back the debt to the master and this servant uh, went to the master because he couldn't pay the debt that he owed to the master and he said please forgive me the master was able to forgive his debt now you got to understand I'm paraphrasing this parable that Jesus taught the master basically released him to say well you don't have to pay me I forgive you because you don't have the money obviously but look what this servant did the servant immediately after he was forgiven or his debt was written off without paying a penny to his master, he goes outside and what does he do? There he sees his fellow, his fellow servant. He owed him some, some money, basically let's put it a dollar and he owed his master a lot of money. The Bible records that he began to choke his fellow servant and command him to pay back his money. Here is a man who was just forgiven of a massive debt, a debt he couldn't pay. He goes out, he wants to kill a person that only owed him just a, a tiny amount. And when the master heard about it, he commanded his servants or the security guard to bring him and they had to lock him up. You got to understand as Jesus is teaching a parable, you have to understand here he was pointing out something of the kingdom. A parable is a short story or an account that is told to illustrate or demonstrate the characteristics or the nature of the kingdom of God. As Jesus is teaching his disciples about, uh, you know, the servant, the servant who was forgiven of his debt, yet he couldn't forgive his fellow servant who owed him just a small amount of money. The master in that parable is God himself. The servant who was forgiven, he's you and me. If you look at the work of the cross, Jesus died on the cross. He forgave our sins way before you and I even asked him to forgive us. He paid the debt. He paid what we owed. We were supposed to pay through death. The Bible says that sin sneaked in and what came was the power of death. But Jesus paid on the cross the date that we were supposed to pay. And here he's telling them that if you can't forgive someone who has offended you, how do you expect God to forgive you too?
Because God has forgiven you and he expects you and me to forgive others too. Unforgiveness can block your relationship and destroy your fellowship with God. That is why as a Christian, it's very important for you to understand forgiveness is not just a good kindness. It goes beyond that. It is the core of our faith. The Bible is filled with God's demonstration of forgiveness. God forgive your sins and my sins. Where yet when we were sinners, the Bible says, yet when we were sinners, he forgave our sins. In most cases, we are waiting for people to ask for forgiveness, to repent. Only if they say, I am wrong, then I will forgive them. Guess what? As a Christian, you are not demonstrating the character and the nature of God. My wife and I went through a certain situation where we, we were so offended at uh, one situation. I'm not going to go into details. And we looked at each other and the Lord spoke to us. And he said this, you can choose because forgiveness is a choice. To remain offended by this brother and be mad each time you see him. Like you feel like your hair is going to, you know, is going up there. You just want to go and hit them out there. Or you can release my character and my nature of forgiveness into their lives. And if you do that, I will do something. I will open the doors of heaven for you. And you will walk in my words and I will demonstrate my love and my greatness through you and we haven't been disappointed the moment we forgive the moment we released that brother the moment we didn't demand to be paid for what we worked for for a year without a pay the Lord began to pour his blessings I know it seems very difficult but you got to understand spiritual battles you are not fighting people the enemy sneaks in through people to say things to do things so that it can take us off it can take us off the track where god wants us to go and forgiveness opens us up to the tormentor himself the devil and forgiveness can hinder god from answering our prayers and that is huge you got unforgiveness God will not forgive your sins. Look at Mark chapter 11 verse 24 to 25. And forgiveness can block God from answering your prayers. And forgiveness can spiritually defile a person. Look at Hebrews chapter 12 verse 15. And forgiveness can give Satan an advantage over us. I want you to look at uh, 2 Corinthians Chapter 2, verse 10 to 11. And uh, two more points here. And forgiveness can keep a person out of the kingdom of God. Matthew chapter, 11, chapter 7, verse 12 to 21. And finally, unforgiveness can open a person up to a case. Why Satan operates in the spirit of unforgiveness. Let me give you eight keys to victory and breakthrough in life. I thought 
Breakthroughs came when I pleaded with God. I went on my knees and prayed and cried and cried to God for God to do something. Me personally, what we discovered with my wife is that the moment we began to use the weapon of forgiveness. And remember, we do not wrestle against flesh and blood, but against principalities. That's why forgiveness is a weapon that a mere person cannot just understand. Here are eight keys I want to give you quickly so that you can understand what I'm talking about. If you want victory in life, you want to unleash your dream upon the world, first of all, understand offense comes to rob you that destiny. Number one point, turn your resentment to God. When you are offended, turn your resentment to God. The Bible says, vengeance belongs to God. It is God who will defend on your behalf. God does not like injustice. When people do something wrong with you, let God sort it out for you. Number two, pray for those who persecute or willfully offend you. You have to pray for people. Jesus is on the cross. He is in pain. He's been beaten. He's been spattered. He's been called names. What does he do on the cross? He does something very special. He cries out to God, Father, forgive them, for they do not know what they are doing. Who prays a prayer of forgiving the people that are killing him? Let me tell you one thing. Forgiveness is not a weakness. Just like humility is not a weakness. It's a strength of those who have the kingdom of God in their lives. Number three point. Don't take the matters into your own hands or repay evil for evil. When you are offended, don't take the matters into your own hands. Don't go and try to avenge for yourself. As a Christian, you got to understand our God will fight for you. God will fight for you. God will defend you. God will watch over you if only you trust and you put your faith in him. Point number four, don't take things too personal. If you do, Satan will pounce on you. You know, there have been so many statements made towards me. And the Lord spoke to me specifically and said, don't take it personal. Yes, it hurts. You can't call me names and then I let you just like that. It hurts. I got to let you know. Yes, you can take that step. Tell the other person, those words are not nice. If they're not willing to change their words, don't take it personal. Move on. Move on. The enemy just comes to disturb and disrupt the rhythm of where God wants to take you. That's what losers do. Losers want to lose with others. Satan is a loser. And he wants to lose, not alone, but with other people. He wants to incite, you know, depression and stress. Here's another point. Rejoice with others when they are being blessed. 
That is, those are keys to victory and breakthrough. When you rejoice, when I see you being prospered by God, when I see God doing things in your life, you're doing well, your family is doing well, I shouldn't feel jealousy. I have to rejoice with you. I have to rejoice with you. And you know what that means? It means this. If I can rejoice with those who are rejoicing or who are prospering, then I am reminding myself the God who blessed them, the God who created them and created me too, he can do the same for me. You don't have to be jealousy. You don't have to go and begin now to gossip the people. Let their victory be your inspiration to victory. Here's another point. Be quick to apologize. These are keys. Remember, spiritual welfare we're talking about here. Keys to victory and to breakthrough. Be quick to apologize and to maintain peace. The enemy brings thoughts of guilt, thoughts of uh, you know, depression and stress. Uh, uh, where, you know, when somebody said something, you don't have peace. When we are offended, we don't have that peace. But be quick to ask for forgiveness or to forgive other people so that you can maintain peace and a straight head. You know, when I'm not thinking about any other thing, I'm thinking about, you know, just what I can do and what I can be. I do greater stuff. I've written three books so far that are doing amazing in the body of Christ. You know why they're making an impact? It's not because I'm an author or I'm a writer. Actually, I hated English grammar. I didn't like it. But look at this. It is when you have peace of mind, when you, have, you are at peace, you are able to, to be crafty, you begin to write things that are straight from the kingdom of God. God begins to inspire you and to speak to you. You can think, plan, and plan properly. You can't plan when your mind is tormented by what someone else said or what someone else thinks about you. This is why I say this. Don't worry about what people think about you. I'm only worried about what I can do. Because God thinks about me very differently than what people will think about you. The same with you. God created you. God designed you. God brought you on earth. He has a plan for you. Why are you so worried about what so and so said about you? Keys to victory. Walk in humility. I mentioned already, humility is not a weakness. It is a strength of God in you. Walk in humility. There's nothing, you know, beneficial by being puffed up. And when I say puffed up, it means I am too big enough. I can't ask for forgiveness. You know, with our kids, we've got three kids. Uh, we have learned that if our kids can ask for forgiveness, then even us, we can ask for forgiveness. We ask forgiveness from them. Forgive me for what I did. And the kids, Daddy, I forgive you. And here's the final, fi final point. Forgive no matter what the circumstance might be. Forgive no matter what the circumstance might be. Let go of the pain that has been done against you. And when you walk in those eight keys to victory and breakthrough, you will see God begin to do things in your life. I'm so glad that I'm able to share the word of God with you around the world here at the Holy Spirit Broadcasting Network. 
As you watch this program and you continue to watch the Holy Spirit Broadcasting Network, we say we will stand with you. God bless you. Shalom. Shalom.